Hey there, hi there, ho, ho, ho there. Welcome back once again. I did it last year. I'm doing it again this year. It's a good it's a good joke, and I'm going to stand by it. It's uh, a good goof. Yeah, it's a good goof. <laughs> We're back once again. Long time no see. I've been really bad at this. I've been real bad at getting these shows out. I feel bad about it, but... Uh, it's Christmas, man. It's the I think last episode we recorded was at the beginning of November. Still don't have it up as the recording of this, but it's kind of edited and ready to go. I'm just being a lazy bum about it. Uh, sorry. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but it's Christmas, man. We have to do our annual Christmas episode. Don't you agree, co-host and partner in crime, Nick? <laughs> yes, yes, I do, JJ. Uh, <laughs> I'm here. To, we're here to... Um, in some ways, put coal in everybody's stockings in a couple of cases. <laughs> depending sure. on one in particular. Uh, yeah. But yeah, last year was uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol? No, okay. So, year one, we did Mickey's Christmas Carol. Right. Year two, we did the Muppet Christmas Carol. That's correct. And so, both of those were great. Yes. So, trends would say that we do the another disney christmas carol but that would have meant we would have to do like the jim carrey uh christmas carol and we both looked at that and said absolutely yeah. not so uh instead with it, we're gonna do a k- 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 combo breaker uh, <laughs> on this, oh, oh! <laughs> on this. Uh, we did we debate decided... santa claus as well though yes yes we did debate santa claus maybe next year right. uh because kind of I, I think we could, I think we could, I think we could have some fun with the Santa Claus, especially when you just realize, like, man, Santa dies in that movie, man. Sure does. And Tim Allen's problematic. <laughs> Tim Allen, yeah, but you know, it's still a good movie. Uh, yes, it is. But but Tim Allen was always problematic, so uh, that's true. I knew he never stopped <laughs> being problematic. Yeah, he was problematic from the start and sort of just stayed problematic. So you can't really be disappointed in him. When he just keeps being problematic, um, I, I will will tell you this episode's great. Disney Plus like saved the day with this episode. Folks. Yeah, three of the four episodes because that's what we're doing. We decided we're going to do. Uh, I've called this the uh, a very jolly afternoon. Uh, we chose, even though it's not true for for one of them, uh, but uh, it, the spirit is the same. Uh, we decided to choose four. Disney or Disney adjacent uh, <laughs> uh, uh, holiday specials for uh, TV. Uh, we'll get to that. Well, I'll, we'll talk about them when we get to that. We'll just keep them a surprise. We'll keep them wrapped with a nice little bow until we open them up and start talking about them. No peeking. No peeking. No teasing. Although we've already teased, which <laughs> some of them are. Yeah. But. Um, yes, uh, everything with the exception of one, and the one that wasn't on there, I, I don't understand why it's not on there, because it was just a normal episode of the show. It wasn't any longer or anything. They could have just shoved it in there, but it's not on Disney+, Plus, and I don't know why. Uh, but with, luckily, the uh, horrible YouTube version that's up there that I shared with you uh, does have a nice treat to go with it. So, oh, does it? And, and, and I think, stay tuned after. Yeah, uh, I think we'll just start with that one because it's okay. definitely of the four that we watched. I think it's the worst of all four of these that we did. Uh, Maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
it's just it, so it's the first one is uh, a goof troop Christmas. Have yourself a goofy little Christmas. Uh, so it's the let's see <laughs> December <laughs> December fifth, nineteen ninety two is it. <laughs> Yep. Uh, the version that we watched was part of the uh, Disney's uh, wonderful world of whatever that they were doing at the time uh, was hosted by Michael Eisner. And so this has an intro with Michael Eisner and Max Goof, but it's like the Which, Disney, it's the Disneyland suited Max. Uh, but with a voiceover. Yeah. Um, and boy, man. Michael Eisner has like the charisma of like a rock. He's yeah. just, he can barely keep it together long enough. Like he has no charm. He has no uh, enthusiasm. He's just sitting there and he's just like this, just he's just a, a, a lump in a suit trying to be holly jolly. And it's terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, all right, can I do my Michael and Eisler impression? I, 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 I sort of expected it. Duh, so we got Goofy. We got some Goofy and some other stupid crap for you idiots later. <laughs> yeah, Tune so- in for, for a special preview of Aladdin. Put your yeah. money on that thing. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, this originally... Uh, uh, it was on a Saturday, by the way. Yeah. So Saturday, I, December 5th, 1982. Um. It's actually technically the series finale of the show, uh, which is sad. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's I I remember watching this when it came out, and now it's like mm-hmm. I go back to it, and I'm like, oh man, uh, I hate this. <laughs> sure do. It's uh, I had some weird takes from this episode too. It's so weird because it, it sort of like distills what Goof Troop was down to like its bare components. Mm-hmm. Where like Pete's Pete's a butthole, but also Goofy sort of deserves it because he's a menace. Uh- <laughs> yeah, like he kind of and Max is also kind of sucks. Yeah, Max is Max is also just being a brat, and like uh, the only like characters that have any sort of like like genuine goodness to them are peg and pj like i think peg kind of wants to like hook up with goofy it certainly feels that way like she like she like she's definitely trying to uh work around behind pete's back there Uh, but yeah i don't know man it's because it's like the opening First of all, this whole thing seems like it was sort of designed to try and make a new holiday song a thing from Disney. Yeah, I know. Because they tease it in the intro with Eisner. It's like, oh, we also get to see the reindeer rumba or the reindeer dance or whatever the hell it is. It's reindeer rumba, yeah. Yeah, and they mention it in the beginning of the episode. And he's like, I don't want to do the reindeer rumba. And then they like do it at one point, which causes chaos. And then like, it's that song also saves the day. And it's just like, it plays over the credits, plays over the credits, man. They wanted to make that thing a thing so bad. 
uh, it's like, and I feel like it's that same thing because like the Simpsons will tell you, like if you listen to the commentary tracks of that one episode where they really were trying to get like embiggens and chromium, they wanted to get a word in the dictionary. And so that's why they started coming up with that stuff. And I feel like it's the same thing. Like we really want to make the next Christmas song that's going to be right. right on the radio or whatever. And I don't know why they thought reindeer rumba was going to be the thing because it's like, <laughs> what yeah, is what's, it's very specific kind of song. It's 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 almost a parody of Christmas music, and I don't know how they ever thought it was going to be popular. Also, Goofy kind of sucks in Goof Troop, guys. I'm sorry, he kind of yeah. sucks. Yeah, it's it, it, and they sort of upped him to eleven on this on this special just because they needed to have the more strife between Pete and like Pete's. Yeah. Pete's mostly in the right, except he is kind of like a jerk. Like when they like when Max's presence gets destroyed, and he's like, "Well, <laughs> tough luck, kid," and just like fucks off. To be no. fair, yeah. to be fair, you think about what Pete had been put up with. Like, your car's on fire, you stupid asshole. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Merry Christmas to Pete. <laughs> but that's what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. So um, I also. Uh, Pistol ha- says, uh, don't have a cowbell man in this special. And she's voiced by Nancy Cartwright. So for, for whatever obvious. reason. Yeah. And it's just like, it's, it's very weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's all things very weird. When you hear it, you're uh, like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this is 1992, like we said. So, you know, that where Simpsons is running on Full cylinders at this point. Yeah, this, we're like we're we're getting we're in the we're in the salad days of Simpsons in '92. We're like what this season what three or four? Because Probably. like first season one took place mostly in '90. Yeah, uh, and, you know, like three, four, five, six. Those are like the uh, those are yeah. the peak, the peak Simpsons. Yeah. Um, uh. But yeah, so it basically, it, it, I like you know, uh, Pete is like sick and tired of Goofy decorating too much because <laughs> it's yeah. just he overdoes it. He's decorating like a madman to an unhealthy degree. I'm assuming because he has a lot of energy that needs to get focused out because his his wife's presumably dead, or he just has yeah. a lot of divorced dad energy that he can't do anything with. Um, <laughs> Taking pictures of Max, like he loves it. Yeah, his favorite thing is this wrestler. From the- <laughs> he's yeah. so he's he, um, Max. Max begged me to find him a, a Bill Freilich of uh, SLU, and, and <laughs> his favorite football player. <laughs> I, I, from Pete's perspective, do you think just like, oh, Goofy, start my property value down? This is nonsense. This is nonsense, and he's just—he's—he's—he's he's, he's a menace, and so eventually he just like, all right, I've had enough. We're all going to what they don't call it—they call it Aspirin, Colorado. Don't yeah. They? yeah. Or is it just, or, or is it just that they can't say Aspen, or that, or that uh, is it? Max thinks it's Aspen, Aspirin. I don't. They go to a cabin. Yeah. Anyways, it's definitely supposed to be Aspen, but they call it aspirin, uh, which is funny. Pete needs to go get aspirin, which because yeah. Goofy's, Goofy's causing him a headache is basically the joke there. Uh, <laughs> so, and he's his next door neighbor, so I mean. yeah. So they uh, 
they, they load up and drive off and go to Aspen, leaving Max to like mope around for no real reason. He's just kind of bummed out because he doesn't like his dad decorating. Like that's the, that's the, that's his biggest problem is the decorating. I don't think he likes <laughs> his dad, dude. Yeah. He clearly is not a big fan of his dad. Cause like, <laughs> Even after Pete is being a jerk to him and everything, he has to go and and his dad's like doing a good job at cooking and everything. He still has to apologize to Pete, like, "Hey, yeah, sorry for my dad. He just loves Christmas." It's just like you don't have to apologize. He's actually in the kitchen cooking dinner right now. Like he's being a good guest at this point. But uh, but yeah, they, everyone just sucks, man. I, I forgot how bad everyone is in this show. Like I. I lo- I still love that Goofy named his cat Waffles. Yeah. Yeah. Waffles? Yeah. But, yeah, so so Max ends up being able to convince Goofy with very little persuasion that they should go to Aspen as well. Like, there is no, like, oh, you want to go there? Yeah. All right. He, he does. He, he is more like, won't you miss the Christmas lights? Hey, don't you think we need to change your pace? Yeah, all right. And then they're off. Like, there's no, yeah. like... There's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> as, as we've established, Goofy is not balling. He's like yeah. from the from the Goofy movie. Isn't he like a, a photographer for a department store? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't like, know. I have no idea if the Goofy movie and Goof Troop are actually canonical to one another. Like they could be. But also, it feels like they are. It feels like they are. All the characters are there, except you know, obviously, add Polly Shore and a couple of other characters. Is but, Powerline canonical? Yeah, <laughs> I assume if they were to ever bring Goof Troop back for inexplicably any reason, there will please definitely be Disney. some Powerline. Uh, also, just Disney, please don't do that. Don't do that. I, it's Goofy is bound to have some sort of standalone oh, yeah. thing again. Uh, I, I'm actually surprised they haven't with with they haven't announced anything with like because you know they they just brought back the Disney shorts right. like new new shorts that are going to be on Disney Plus or are yeah. currently on Disney Plus and like I'm surprised there hasn't been like here's the new because they did Ducktales yep uh, which makes sense and, you know new Donald Duck stuff and it was really good we're uh, they just Rangers. just yeah we're getting a new but that's a live action animation hybrid yeah. That that's gonna be weird, but like I'm I'm into the cast on that rescue range. Yes, yes. And they and they are doing Darkwing Duck. That is the thing that mm-hmm. they're making. Which um, is set up. Yeah, uh, I like the setup in Ducktales for Darkwing Duck, where Darkwing Duck's like a TV show in that universe, right. but then like also kind of <laughs> the the original actor becomes Mega Duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. They did some cool stuff with that. Um, um, so yeah, inevitably Goofy's got to have something in the pipeline. You would think. Unfortunately, and unfortunately, it's going to be a Goof Troop revival. But <sighs> I could only hope that they'll go about it in a much more uh, satirical way. <laughs> yeah, because I'm gonna I might say this phrase again during the course of this episode, but or this 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 podcast. But hey, this is a '90s ass '90s show. Yeah, man. Boy. It's like, everybody, everybody lives in the suburbs. Yeah, everyone lives in the suburbs. It's snowing. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. And they they can somehow inexplicably escape. Everyone, they skip, inexplicably escape to Colorado for va- it's Christmas vacation on 
on a whim. Yeah. You don't see Goofy or Pete ever saying anything. It's like, hey, we're going on vacation to like any theoretical boss or yeah. anything. Uh, so they just go. Uh, I got 80, 80 hours of PTA, PTO, Goof. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Goofy, I COVID. Yeah, I just assume that Goofy has been like uh, milking the system or something. Like he's he's had back pain for most of his adult life, I have a feeling. He's uh, also drawing <laughs> social security off his dead wife. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's, Maybe he was in the war and he's getting like a, a pension of some sort or something. I don't know. <laughs> Did they say that he was a he was a veteran or something like that? Was that ever like a thing? Or... I f- it feels right. <laughs> yeah, like Goofy got some shrapnel on his ass and nom, yeah. and now he's. <laughs> um. Anyways, Goofy ends up at, at the next door neighbor to Pete in Aspirin, Colorado. Uh, and obviously shenanigans ensue. There's a bear subplot that's constantly, like, they're constantly running into this damn bear. Uh, and it's, it's very similar to the Simpsons bear. Yes. Uh, Simpsons, with this, whatever the Simpsons call the wild, whatever that one yeah. is called. But it's not uh, Humphrey. It should have been Humphrey. It should have been Humphrey. It's definitely yeah. not. Um, but yeah, they keep running into this damn bear, and that's sort of the, the end is where they... <laughs> And everybody goofy screws up everything so much that he goes <laughs> to kill himself. It seems like he just walks it off into the, middle like of, in the middle of the snow uh, and, and Max chases after him. <laughs> and I like that even like the, uh, the Pete family is like in the, uh, the cabin. It's like, like <laughs> they're all, they're, they're like heading towards the cliff. It's like, are they implying that he's going to like jump? Like what is going <laughs> I mean, at some point, people will go, just let him go. Yeah. He knows uh, what he's doing. Yeah. But, yes, we definitely do get in the middle. The thing that sets it off at the at, at the grand finale, the grand climax of making Goofy uh, walk out to the middle of a blizzard in Aspen, Colorado, is uh, they're cooking dinner. He puts the big crock pot on the fire. <laughs> Uh, seal it up, and then they start doing the uh, Reindeer Rumba, which is absolute nonsense song and dance number. Uh, and they're so distracted that the pot explodes, uh, destroying the cabin in the process. Uh, <laughs> leaves the door there, though. Leaves the door there, so you can have the uh, hilarious cut of Goofy opening and closing the door as he leaves. Uh, <laughs> So they, now they live in the APA's office. Yes. Uh, and so they all end up hunting down Goofy and Max. And all the presents get destroyed, obviously, except for one. Which is a, which is a picture of Goofy and Max. Doing the reindeer rumba. Whoever took that photo, unclear. You could assume it, may, it was it the mom that we don't ever see. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was but, a Sears Porter Studio guy. <laughs> they made him watch that whole routine. I'm going to get paid enough for this. Yeah. Uh, one of two episodes we're going to be talking about that heavily revolves around a photograph. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, th- yeah, so you have them 
finding themselves in a cave with the bear and like the Pete family shows up and they all do the reindeer rumba to, to distract the bear. And the bear starts doing it. And the bear starts doing it. And then they all live happily ever. They sing silent night for a little bit on a horrible tree that they found. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, could... and Pete, it ends with the hilarious joke of uh, Pete saying next year, we should just go to the Bahamas. So it's uh it's it's bad i didn't think it was going to be this bad when i chose it and then i'm watching okay yeah like boy this uh this sucks (laughs) it sure did like uh you you watch it you're like i think i hate goofy uh apparently uh there's an episode of Goof Troop called Winter Blunderland, where you could hear the reindeer rumba playing in the background of the episodes. So. Uh, this and when this aired on TV, you definitely got you got the behind that's as Michael Eisner, uh, so uh, with so much like- energy, with so much energy presented, uh, the, the promise of a behind the scenes look at uh, Aladdin and yeah. two classic shorts uh and just in case you're curious the shorts were uh both donald duck shorts it was uh up and up a tree which Mm -hmm. was the one with uh chip and dale and donald duck yep and uh the toy tinkers uh which was i think that was another chip and dale one one. it's the one we're shooting like the walnuts at each other yeah, it's like they, they have like they start getting into like a, they start like dressing up like World War One soldiers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They should have put uh, Mickey the the one uh, Pluto's Christmas tree on there. You think? Yeah, yeah. See, but, well, that's the thing. When I first thought about doing this particular episode, I was like, I should just do those old Disney shorts. But I'm like, there's just so many of them. Like, those are three that we just mentioned, and I know there's like four or five more, and there's not much to talk about other than. Yeah, it's what, like yeah. Chip and Dale do a thing. Yeah, Chip and Dale, Chip and Dale rile up Donald Duck. Okay, well, what's <laughs> the next one? Well, Chip and Dale rile up Donald Duck. Uh, so, <laughs> this time with a World War One sort of theming. Uh, uh, they they use mustard gas on Donald Duck. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's it's the uh, you can watch it now. It's part. It's the uh, Snyder cut of uh, Chip and Dale up a tree. Yeah. Uh, so. There's cussing in it. Yeah, oh, Dale says the F word, man. It's three and a half hours. Okay, 13 year old, we, you'll love we it. Don't, we don't censor Donald for the first time ever. They don't censor Donald. <laughs> so. Did you fix Superman's mustache? No. Absolutely no. We didn't fix that. So, yeah. Boy, that, yeah, not good. Not, Don't take this one out. No, I would say. I mean, if you liked Goof Troop, let's yeah. say this. If, if you're a big if Disney liked, new person. Yeah, sure. if you liked Goof Troop and still like Goof Troop, then it's just more Goof Troop. So if you haven't watched Goof Troop in a while, I don't start with this one. Uh, watch a middle episode and be like, boy, this sucks. Then there's no, you know. L- literally all of Goof Troop's on Disney Plus. Yeah, except Go. for this one. Except for this one. <laughs> But go watch it. I mean, you know, it like even said, has it even has the weaker of the Disney afternoon theme songs. So, oh really god, uh, the 
trash. Trash compared to all the other things. Garbage ass Disney afternoon. Sorry. Yeah. You know what didn't have a garbage ass theme song, Nick? What's that? Darkwing Duck. No, had easily, I would say, behind Darkwing or besides DuckTales, the best Disney afternoon theme. Daring Duck of Mystery. The long version. Creeps out. It rules. It's a great song. It was always great when they would show it, like they would show it sometimes, and they do the long version of the intro. Yeah, that's how you knew. Yeah, yeah, it's a short episode, so they need to pad it out. It's like when they get, it's like when they do the okay in the Simpsons, you get the chalkboard gag and the like the dance line version of it that kind of keeps going where they just keep getting like can can dancers and a circus shows up and stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, they only had they had a twenty two minute episode. They need to pad it out with this intro. And it would also they'd show it uh, when Darkwing Duck would show it right in ABC where it originally started Saturday yeah. mornings. It was always long intro, long intros, dope. That yes. song's still great. December twenty third, nineteen ninety one. It's a wonderful leaf. Ah, uh, it's a bushroot episode. A bushroot centric episode. It starts off with bushroot doing Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve, which is. An absurd premise. Uh, <laughs> we should explain. Darkwing Duck had a pretty good rogues gallery, if you think about it. Yeah, it was all... Yeah, I mean, like, they were all Batman parodies sure. in various ways. But they're, like, all really good versions of Batman parodies. Yeah, Quacker Jack, The Liquidator, Bushroot. Um, what was the electric guy's game? It's like... Uh, can't remember his name now because Negaduck's the main baddie. Ne- ne- uh, yeah, Negaduck is is like yeah, it's like the Horus like, Bulba. Yeah, now I think, Steel Steel Beak. Yeah, Steel Beak. Yeah, just like a weird Jaws ripoff. And then you have like, and then you have like 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 the side characters like Launchpad and uh, yeah, uh, Gizmo Duck and Morgana or like all these. Yeah. Kind of yeah, like, it, like it definitely takes place in a like in the dark in the uh, <laughs> uh, Ducktales universe, which is just wild. Like still, um, because Launchpad's in it. He's the he's yeah. the thread. Yes. Um, now now so, I'm looking at the uh, Darkwing Duck Rogues Gallery just because I want to see pictures of them all. Uh, uh, Taurus Bulba, there he is. Yep. Uh, Negaduck, Megavolt. 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 Megavolt is. I'm trying to try. So, okay, so he's Taurus, a rat, I think. Yeah, yeah. He's got the little. Yeah, he's got the buck teeth and everything. Yeah. So, uh, like, it's okay. So, Taurus Bulba is just your generic kind of uh, heavy villain, like a, right. like, a, like a rhino type character, like yeah. So, kind of thing. Uh Negaduck would be like the Earth 2 version of somebody or something like the He's he's uh he's Professor Zoom. Yeah. Uh, uh anyway, he's got Megavolt which uh, I don't know what the Batman equivalent to that is, would be like the Shocker for Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, uh Quacker Jack who is just the Joker. Yeah, or um, Arcade, I guess. Yeah, or Arcade, yeah. yeah. Uh combination of both. Yeah. Uh Paddywhack. Uh, looks like a spooky, a spooky clown duck. Like he's like a mind. Oh, oh, him! God, he yeah. was like a yeah. 
rarely use one. Yeah. yeah, there's there's the liquidator, which would be like Hydroman. Hydroman, yep. Yeah, Bushroot, who I guess is poison ivy, but like a, a gender swapped poison ivy. Right. Uh, Steelbeak, who is he's like the lead. He's like the leader of like the James Bond style syndicate. <laughs> yeah. Foul or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ammonia Pine, who's the cleaning lady. That's right. I forgot uh, about Ammonia Pine. Yeah, let's see. There's Magicka Dispel, Bugmaster, and now you got some weird. There's Hammerhead. <laughs> okay. Now we're getting into the weird uh, other characters. Getting into the weeds, like yeah. Bushroot. The, hey. the Eggmen. Egg <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So yeah. So, anyways, Bushroot is the is the star of "It's a Wonderful Leaf," uh, the Christmas episode of Darkwing Duck. Uh, so, Nick, you chose this one. Yeah. Uh, did you choose it for any particular reason, or did you just wanted to the Christmas to Dark? It was a Christmas episode of Darkwing Duck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, as we were saying, Bushroot is doing some Christmas shopping. Uh, yeah, he's at the mall. Get, uh, yeah. People are rude. And, and, yeah, people are rude because it's Christmas and everyone's like trying to get the best present and they're fighting over it. It's your typical Christmas kind of silliness that you see on TV. Um, You're just really he, annoying pig, pig woman and her child. Yeah, and so he just he just snaps and he vows revenge on Christmas. Basically, he's gonna he's got I'm gonna make I'm gonna make Saint Canard wish Christmas never happened. Cut to Darkwing saying that like I it's a shame it only happens once a year. <laughs> uh, 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 Drake Mallard in yeah. the most Bill Cosby looking sweater. Yeah, that was that was that was the running gag with him too, because it isn't the first time we've seen him in the Cosby sweater. Like, yeah, yeah, they kind of because okay, so he he's like, so yeah, Drake Mallard would be. This is very much '60s Batman. He's very much yeah. an Adam West style style Bruce Wayne, where he's just kind of campy. Yes. Um, Once again, the, everyone lives in the suburbs, so. Yeah, <laughs> everyone lives in the suburbs, so he's living. He does like his Wayne Manor is just a very nice house in the middle of I I Saint Canard, which yeah. I don't know. I don't know where in relation that is to Duckburg. Um, Lunch pants uh, helping him. Yeah, the tree. Yeah, deck it. Yeah, um, gets tied up in the tree. <laughs> and then, um, um, I, go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, you go. What were you gonna say? Anna Gosling, who sucks, also. Gosling does suck. She's a loudmouth, bratty child. Uh, I absolutely tr- do forget what her backstory is with Darkwing She's Duck. An She's an orphan. That yeah. so she, so it's the whole like she is. She is a ward of. <laughs> she is the Dick Grayson without yeah. any of the responsibility of being Dick of Robin. <laughs> Yeah, in the um, I think it I can't remember if it was a four part pilot or two part, but whatever whatever it was, they set up where she was an orphan that held him out, or she, I think she was like a street orphan or something like that. Yeah, but she's oddly entitled from coming from nothing. Yeah, yeah, um, she's 
she just comes ripping in on a sled, wrecking house, destroys Darkwing's childhood sled. Uh, well, oh well. And then, like, tries to open up one of her presents that she has. She rolls out the typical kid uh, in a sitcom thing where she rolls out the laundry list that she sent Santa kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I asked for a sled, so this one must be it. Uh, like, with the, the, old, the old fashioned scroll of, like, yeah. the. Uh, I did like Goslin's uh, design in DuckTales, uh, the reboot. Uh, it's like a very good, like, she's got, like, the track jacket and everything. Yeah. It's much better design than this weird Goslin with the twin, like, the Pippi Longstocking style. <laughs> and the, the, the random sports t-shirt. Yeah. yeah, the number one sports t-shirt and the red yeah. Converse. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and in typical duck fashion, no pants. Uh, yep. <laughs> Uh, it's got pink. The sleeves are rolled up and they're pink, so it means it's pink on the inside of that shirt, which is weird. Yeah, <laughs> she's a tom. I mean, Goslin's a tomboy. That's what she is. She's, she's also like yeah. very bossy and yeah. Uh, I forget the little guy. Honker, Beaker, Honker, Honker. Honker. Yeah, yeah. I he's hate a little. <laughs> yeah, he's a little nevish guy. Like, oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, bottle like Coke bottle glasses and. And you know his his family, like his dad, is the uh, big fat dad, like the typical sitcom dad, and everything. It's 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 the Pete family again. It is except he's not a except he's not a butthole. He's just kind of dim. Yeah, he, he has like a he sounds like Pat Buttram. Yeah, he does. That's he his does. voice. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Bushroot in vowing revenge on uh, the, the city raises an army of Christmas trees that attack um, people yeah to attack people and, and is the, are the are the stars supposed to be like mind control over the trees or something I, I guess because there's antennas on them yeah so he's like controlling them that way and so like I, so at first he uses them for like weird petty crimes like he's testing them out so it's just like steal we'll stuff at the mall. Yeah, start start fights at the mall, which is very yeah. funny. Which doesn't uh, take much. <laughs> yeah. Uh like take the bell from the uh Salvation Army guy and yeah. hit hit him with it and then yeah. put it in the and then put it in the hand of another guy. And so yeah. it just starts a fight between the two and like steals presents and stuff. <laughs> He still he like he like the pig woman I mentioned. Yeah. Her and this hillbilly trucker guy get into a fight. Yeah, the same hill. At the beginning episode, the hillbilly trucker guy is basically Jack something from Bush Street, which kind of sets this whole thing in motion. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, Darkwing in an attempt to get into his Darkwing outfit because him and Launchpad go to the mall that same day to do their last minute Christmas shopping, <laughs> and now there's commotion afoot, and he ends up accidentally dressing like Santa. Yep. <laughs> so, and uh, now, well, at first, Bushroot dressed as Santa causes chaos. So they're like, yeah. "Oh, Santa's evil!" And so Darkwing dresses as Santa, and it's like, "Oh, everybody's coming to say hi, Santa, Santa!" And they beat the crap out of him. I'm trying to think. I think there was a Spider-Man comic where Rhino, I think, ends up accidentally like, like he ends up dressed as Santa or something. And by the end of it, he has to keep the facade going, even though, like, Spider-Man has, like, there's, like, 
it's so the kids don't get like Santa correlated with being this bad guy and stuff. It was like a weird thing. I, I want to find that issue now. Yeah, I have to find, track it down. I just saw it pop up the other day. I have to look it up again. Um, but yeah, boy, Bushroot's plan is actually really good. Yeah, <laughs> considering his power set. Um, actually really impressed with how well this plan theoretically could work, but also at the same time, they are just trees. Yeah. Um, and th- th- there's not really much else to talk about this episode because it's just like a, uh, it's, it's, it's your typical comic book hijinks of like battles across the town and stuff. Um, they freeze the trees, Goslin, the they yeah. lose the next door neighbors lose their presence. Gosling, yeah, who was greedy at the beginning. Yeah. Has her change of heart and shares her presence with the next door neighbors, honker and team. Uh, and then she ends up getting her, you know, she gives away all of her presents, but then there's a sled present from Santa on the porch or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and there's always and, that one gag, like, well, if you didn't leave it and I, I didn't, didn't leave it. Yeah. It's funny that this is like this is like a children's show. Like that works for a show that's not a children's show, but like this is yeah. a children's show. So the 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 conceit would be that Santa does exist in a children's yes. show, but they're playing it as if Santa doesn't exist, and now all of a sudden they're shocked that Santa does exist. Right. Uh, but, <laughs> so, but he he hasn't existed this whole time, but he's going to just drop a present off now. Yeah, he's never dropped a single present off to anyone in St. Canard ever, except to this one time where Goslin learned the lesson of yeah. uh, sharing is caring. Um, yeah, but I, I love that goof. Like, oh, if you didn't leave it. Yeah. And I didn't leave it. No. You don't think. Yeah. Pan up to the sky. Yeah. Yeah, pan up to the sky. Ho, ho, ho. Whoa. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, it's 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 a nothing episode, but it's it, empty calories. It's it's empty calories. I actually like this episode. I thought it was fun. Me too. Yeah, I uh, did too. It's it it's is exponentially better than the Goof Troop episode. It's um, also nineties as hell. Yeah, but I don't think there's a single one of these that isn't nineties as hell that we've chosen. Actually, uh, you know what? I, uh, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. That one's nineties too. Yeah, <laughs> like come on, man. No, the, uh, my my other choice, my other choice. I was like, "What year was it?" Yeah, uh, yeah. But but also, like, you just think of the content in that episode. Like, oh yeah, okay, you're right, you're right. Yeah, you're right. come on, man. <laughs> I, I, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I would rank this one above. If we're gonna rank these uh, one through yeah. four, this one, this one's definitely the leader right now. It's definitely and the sub- substantial leader. Yeah, uh, it's. The difference is that for like a standalone Goof Troop episode, this is like, eh, it feels like it's a, another Darkwing episode. Like, yeah. It, it fits into the, if you like Darkwing Duck, you will probably enjoy this episode. Uh, okay. According to the trivia here, uh, this is the only episode that the title doesn't appear in big white letters. Ah. And this is also the last appearance of Tank. Tank <laughs> is the. I- which one's Tank? <laughs> Who's Tank? Yeah, what's the... Because <laughs> it's her model foot as a neighbor. Yeah, so let's... It was Tank the the son, the, the boy, the brother? Oh, yeah, the like the, the kid with like the, the, the big... The, the heavy dopey... set. Yeah, the, 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 what would be Honker's brother. 
Yeah, he's a goon, basically. Yeah, yeah, he's like a bully. He tries yeah. to he tries to like murder Santa in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> he puts a bear trap in the fireplace. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the hell, dude? Yeah, a tank sucks, so that's fine. Uh, the original name for this show in the show Bible is A Bushroot Christmas. That is okay. That's no. They went with the right name for this episode. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. The doll uh, that Bushroot takes off the girl when she is in the when she is on his lap when he is pretending to be Santa is a Darkwing Duck action figure. Yes, it is. <laughs> Which Playmates put out like it's like the Playmates one. Yeah, yeah. Little spinning hat. Yeah. Yes, I had all of those. Yeah, the, uh, I liked the Megavolt one because I always liked the figures that had the dangerous flint feature where you're like, you're gonna roll this thing on the back and sparks are gonna fly out of his chest. It did. They have that. Like Megavolt was that way. There was one of the um, Captain Planet action figures did that, and and there was a McDonald's Happy Meal toy of the DeLorean that did that. (laughs) Do you remember? You remember the cat firing Punisher? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, Uh, giving children like back when you could give children small amounts of gunpowder. Yep. Good days. Uh, JJ, one of like the unexpected treats from this episode for me was the credits, which is just the Steven song, but with like heavy saxophone. Yes, no really lyrics. Jam- yeah, I was like, damn, this, this, this <laughs> it's is all, dope. Yeah, it's a little sexy. I'm weird. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> He's like, I, I'm, I'm gonna like try to find like the end credits of Darkwing Duck. Yeah, that's going on my that's going on my Spotify playlist. <laughs> Just like when I want to feel hip. Yeah. Uh, next, next, Nick. I yeah. think we need to travel to New York. New York, you say? Yeah. Uh, upstate New York, maybe. Upstate New York. Uh, yeah. West is it Westchester? I always forget. It's Westchester, right? Westchester. What's in Westchester? There is a school there. Uh, school for gifted, for gifted youngsters. youngsters. Yeah. Is uh, it institute? It is an institute. Uh, yeah. It's the Xavier Institute for Gifted Youngsters, in fact. You don't say. Yeah, December 23rd, 1995. <laughs> Which, uh, let's see, what, what? it's a wonderful leaf. What year was that? Was that 1991? 91. Four, four years later, you get Have Yourself a Morlock Little Chris Xmas. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's the night before Christmas. And you're immediately greeted with well, first, first and foremost, it, they didn't create a special Christmas theme song for this one. You still get the same like ripping X Men which hey, don't mess with it. Yeah, don't mess with perfection. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Well, the the only one that's close is that that sweet Japanese intro. Yeah, true, true. That thing is pretty good. Yeah, but man. Oh man, that theme is so good. It is, uh, and I hated when they would show it when you see it on YouTube, and it like it would get copyright stricken. Yeah, I was like, no, I just came for the theme song. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, have yourself a merry little Xmas. Uh, it's uh, a later episode of the show. Uh, I think it's from the second to last season. Uh, according okay. to this, it's episode sixty-two of seventy-six. Before the animation studio changed, Bef- though. Before they went over to the new animation studio for that like, like last leg of the series. 
when they when they, that last leg of the series is also when it started like and now here's Captain America and <laughs> like really that was like was this a season where we had like atheist Wolverine learn about religion from Nightcrawler yes was yes that? because shortly I think around this episode you also have the one where yeah Wolverine and Nightcrawler have a serious religious conversation which is heavy for a kids cartoon a kids show. Um, X Men, the X Men cartoon is really what launched my um, addiction to comic books. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I I watched the X Men cartoon before I ever read an X Men comic. Um, I, and I think I did. Both. I know the toys was a big deal for me then. Yeah, like, like, okay, bef- I want all of these. Like, like before this, like I had read comics. I liked, I loved Spider Man. Sure. Um, I didn't Your read Batman's. Character. Yeah, I, I didn't read Batman stuff, uh, but right. I did. But you know, I loved the Batman as a character, '89 Batman, and mm-hmm. um, you know, Adam West Batman when I was a kid was a big deal for me and all that Probably stuff. Christopher Reeve Superman, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, um, but like this was like that. The X Men came out at like the perfect time for me as a kid. Me, me and you are are, are quite a bit. There, there's there's some age between the two of us. Yeah, but, but I'm 12 when this. Or yeah, comes I, out, I was so. still in, I'm still in grade school. It's so you know I was born in '85, and this Christmas episode is '95. So I'm 10 when this Christmas episode comes out. Um, so uh, I'm I'm 15, but I'm still watching it. Yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. here's the thing. There's a sweet spot with Fox at this time. Yeah, yeah. They you saw Batman. They, I think it hadn't switched to WB yet. No, no. Okay. Which when I'm with, that's when I started getting bad. Um, yeah. Uh, the but first, you, the first, there's a significant stretch of the X Men cartoon where it's absolutely fantastic. Yep. Um, uh, and, and then it becomes a notice. But once they start, like, stop adapting storylines and stuff, is when things start. You know, th- this episode takes place in sort of the down, the downturn of the. X-Men you're right. Cartoon, yeah. Right. Um, where it's just sort of becoming its own little. In- self-contained entity and not trying to adapt the X-Men. It's just the X-Men now. Um, so, yeah, this... I don't understand the timeline because by this point X-Men had been on for a very long time, but this is Jubilee's first Christmas with the X-Men. Yeah. Which is <laughs> um, weird. It's like... Yeah. yeah. So, it opens up with them, with Rogue, Jubilee, and Scott decorating a Christmas tree, singing Deck the Halls. And when it starts off, I, I'm like, is something wrong with this episode? But it really is just the voice actor for Cyclops doing a bad job singing Deck the Halls because Scott is lame as hell. Uh, if there's anything about the X-Men cartoon that I didn't like, it, it made me hate Scott Summers. <laughs> he sucks so hard, dude, I this cartoon. This- I love in this episode because Scott is just dressed like a tool. He's in like a a, a brown turtleneck with dockers. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rogue has like that green jacket with like orange pockets and like really nineties sort of like style. Yeah. Uh, and Jubilee is wearing a Cosby sweater. Yep. <laughs> and Jubilee is trying to get Wolverine Logan to just like come on, get all up, and, and Wolverine's bah humbugging it. Yeah. Uh, what, what's the, what's the term? It's the it's the brooding character. It's like it, it's a trope in Japanese anime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the sin. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
No. <laughs> like the Vegeta kind of character? Oh, or the... yeah. I always, I don't try to pronounce words from that because I never really. Do it. No. Pronounce it. No, I don't know. I forget. But it's, it, but it's, yeah. it's the uh, grouchy character with a heart of gold. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Wolverine is playing it up. Uh, um, Wolverine is playing it up big time in this episode. Um, this is this episode reminded me though, man. That's Wolverine's voice. Yeah, I. I, I mean, yeah. I, I in when like this, you know, Hugh Jackman has been Wolverine for so long, and longer than um, voice actor for Wolverine in the cartoon. But like, and they've been other voice actors. But there's no point in history where I'm reading a comic book and I don't hear. Yeah, this voice. This in my voice. Head. Who, uh, God, yeah, the guy who did like the Wolverine and the X Men cartoon, or yeah, like, it, it's 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 Cal, it's Cal Dodd is the yeah. uh, voice of Wolverine in this in this. Um, Steve Bloom does it and, later on. Steve Bloom does it later on. There's been some weird Wolverines. Uh, there was a video game where it was Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, but I'm looking Cal at Cal Dodd at, is. I'm, I'm looking at Cal Dodd right now, and I'm just looking at his uh, uh, profile, and it's not particularly anything much of anything, but it's definitely filled with a lot of Wolverine. Uh, he he was he had a, he had a sing a single credit on Fraggle Rock. Uh, let's see, yeah, he got X Men, children, all the video games from the time. That's right, because at this yeah. point they're like they incorporated some the, the, a lot of the voice cast for the. Capcom fighters. Yeah, uh, he was Tornado the, Blow. He was Slappy Dummy on for a Night of the Living Dummy three in the Goosebumps TV series. I remember that one. Uh, anything else? Let's see. Marvel versus Capcom two. Rescue Heroes, the movie. Okay. Atomic Betty. The Adventures of Chuck and Friends. The Ron James Show. Paw Patrol. He was in an episode of Paw Patrol. Oh, as Wolverine. As yes, Ron Rapid Fire. Gene. I made you a convertible. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah but the, the, I, I mean, the whole like Bub Rookie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, the. Drill call. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like when when uh, Wolverine in the first X Men movie, when Hugh Jackman does that, and what do they call you, Wheels? Like, yeah, you can hear that line. Yes, you can. As, as this care, as this Wolverine, like it's he's tr- he's almost he's almost trying to like summon it up, but he can't quite pull it off. But it's easy to picture uh, Cal Dodd's Wolverine being like, "What do they call you?" There's, it's also at the end of the movie too, where he comes back in the statue. He tells Sabretooth, "Hey, Bub, I'm not finished with you yet." Yeah. you can hear it. Um, yeah, I. One of my favorite Wolverineisms in the entire series is calling Gambit Gumbo. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't I can't get like because Gam because Gambit's a loser. Yeah. <laughs> He's skeezy. Uh, he. Okay, this episode. Okay, this episode is one of. This episode has this fun B plot that these shows never have a B plot. There's never a B plot in these X Men shows. It's just like focus on one thing. But there's a B plot in this one of Gene and Gambit arguing in the kitchen over 
Christmas dinner. And it's the weirdest thing because Jean is worked up. <laughs> she is she is like actually like physically assaulting Gambit in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> and Gambit, if you want to make it like you need to make it spicier. Yeah, he's trying to make it Cajun. Yeah. Uh, and Jean is just not having it and like he's reaching for the spices and she's freezing it with her mind and it's just yeah. like ongoing like they cut back to it every once in a while uh <laughs> they're still arguing in the kitchen JJ, it's kind of occurred to me that jean's a bit of a karen <laughs> yeah. a little bit of a karen especially in this episode like, the show I, period yeah yeah but yeah, I feel like the the image of Gambit in a striped like rugby shirt, right? <laughs> in a in a chef's hat, an apron yeah. with an he's got an ascot too. Yeah. <laughs> because of course, because of why? Like, yeah. you, lest you forget, he's Cajun. He's Cajun. He's Cajun, mon ami. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and but then Wolverine needs to like okay so. Th- you cut to everyone doing their stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, Beast is making punch. Yes. Uh, it has a whole monologue about it not being alcoholic, but still good, which is very weird for a kid's cartoon. You see there's hair to punch too. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely. Yeah. There's, there's no way there's not just floating blue hairs in this punch. So um, we're talking about like this show influencing the movies. Yeah. The beast voice in this 100% influenced getting Kelsey Grammer to play beast. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. When, right. When, when he started talking it, when he starts talking like by this point in the series too, he's got it so tuned in that you're just like, there's a, there's, it activates that Kelsey Grammer part of your brain where it's just like this Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. That's not not Kelsey. You can't convince me otherwise. This is Kelsey Grammer. It's just super erudite t- yeah. style of speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and, and then you cut to uh, Xavier and Storm watching them all skeevily from the monitors. Like, I'm so happy everyone's here. <laughs> <laughs> He's not spending any time with them. He's just happy that they're there. Yeah. Uh, it's a storm. It's something into my blood. Your presence is my, is under my, my wheelchair blanket. Yeah. <laughs> Charles! Yeah. Goddess, uh, no! <laughs> Goddess, no! Uh, Charles, my head! Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you got me. Uh, anyway, there's a Anyways, there's a big explosion. Uh oh, the st- oh the no, ex- the X alarm is going off, making everyone race to Beast, uh, covered in blood. <laughs> oh, but it's, it's not blood; it's his cranberry glaze. It exploded. Uh, unclear how that happened. Uh, clearly, he was playing God with cranberries, and it blew up on him. Yes. Uh, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it was like. Yeah. How does that happen? It's that it's that it's that scene from The Simpsons where Homer is like Mr. Burns' assistant for a while. He's 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 Smithers and he pours the milk on the cereal and it's on fire. On fire, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> but, it's the same but, thing. Yeah, this Joe, this is the guy that, that 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 fixes the blackbird, and he can't make glaze. Yeah, this yeah. man. Yeah, this yeah, this man made cranberry glaze explode, setting off the danger alarm. And yeah. you expect him to fix your SR seventy one blackbird? And yeah. got tucked away in the hangar. That seems he can't even do a simple thing. You want him to do a hard one? <laughs> <laughs> he reads books upside down for no reason. Yeah. Wolverine comes charging in and just sees that it's just more uh, holly jolly nonsense. And he's just like, I can't handle this anymore. I got to get out of here. Uh, he gruffs his way out. He gruffs his way out, but he gets convinced by Jubilee and Storm to go shopping with them. They got to go to the um, mall. Which which is funny because last time the X-Men were at the mall, stuff went down. Yeah. Not, uh, not, not, not good, a lot of good things didn't happen uh, when that happened. Uh, you know, this is when Morph died. Come on, guys. <laughs> oh, good. Morph's dead. Yeah. Uh, by, this, by this point, Morph had come back and is re-dead. So I think he's double dead at this point. Yeah, he was one of the horsemen, right? He's one of the horsemen. Evil Morph. Remember, remember, yeah. he, you could tell he was Evil Morph because he had bags under his eyes. Yeah. Um. That they gave you that head with the action figure too. Uh, <laughs> Stupid morph. Stupid morph. Fake character. Fake cartoon character. Yeah, <laughs> just kill it. It's like just kill him off the first episode. Okay. We have to. We have to kill a character. Well, we're not going to kill one of the X Men, so we got to. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make one up. He's uh, a what's it? Uh, Warbird, or. We get to kill a giant size one, like right after his yeah, yeah, yeah. Warpath, Warpath, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or even like mimic or something. <laughs> yeah, at least uh, mimic's an actual character. Yeah, yeah. Not this um, dopey idiot who makes bad jokes. Uh, Jubilee, so excited to be at the mall. Uh, <laughs> of, course, of course, she is. Uh, she is a mall babe. It is the nineties. This is very nineties. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they are Wolverine just can't wait to get out of this damn store. Uh, yep. Like he makes a break for it. They give him this opportunity and he makes a break for it. Um, and then they go ice skating at Rockefeller center, which like, is a, like, it's like, a weird cut to like have Wolverine on ice skates. And then you have like Jubilee in her like weird, like, like jogging pants. Like she's in like, <laughs> Again, this is the '90s, sir. Yeah, it's like leather jacket, long leather, long yellow gloves, and then like, yeah, like uh, spandex. Like she's going for, like she's on like the an Olympic team or something. It's the weirdest. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, Wolverine's just in like a suede jacket and jeans. <laughs> what you know? It's Wolverine. Yeah. Um, and so they're doing this. Uh, they're all skating around, and then Wolverine smells trouble. Literally smells trouble. Yep. And an ambulance crashes onto the ice. Uh, uh, Storm uses her powers to sort of save the ambulance. Uh, unclear. Uh, so it turns out it's the Morlocks. And Wolverine is very racist towards Morlocks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's unclear what the Morlocks are trying to do. <laughs> they stole this ambulance and then immediately crash it. 
That's very, you're doing a very good job at saving your friend who you find out they're trying to save Leech, which is a character that we've met much earlier in the series. Season two or in yeah, a season I, one, right? Yeah, it's uh, yeah one of those. Um, and an episode, this plays into it too, where Storm becomes leader of the Morlocks by the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. And that plays into this episode. Um, So, so, you know, they all like, Oh, we got to go save leech basically. (laughs) Um, I don't, I don't want to save him. Yeah. Wolverine, not interested, uh, but follows anyways. Uh, You know, you get, you meet up with Callisto again, who again was the, leader that storm dethroned yes. uh, like, it's it's basically like the x-men comic where storm and cyclops have the hand-to-hand combat battle for yeah. the leadership of the x-men yeah yeah it, it's just this yeah except they didn't want to have they, they couldn't have a, a, a black woman be the leader of their superhero team it needed in the in the cartoon so you gotta uh, yeah <laughs> although so scott I, is Scott is the leader in. Here, here, here's my here's my like side commentary. Storm is the best X Man. Just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> there we go. Like, what she, was the uh, great... definitely. Storm has Storm has ethics. Storm yeah. really does want to help people. Storm really is. She's level headed. She's she, she has she's the best really... powers. She has most useful powers uh, in terms of, like, getting stuff done. Like, it's really easy to get stuff done when you can just control the weather. Yeah. She has always been my favorite comic book, female comic book character. Like, I can't... I love Storm. Storm's amazing. Yeah, she's a great character. Well-rounded character. She's got a good... She's got an interesting history. Uh, her, Her, like, backstory of her, like... Being powers manifesting yeah. and being claustrophobic, but like having her powers manifest and sort of being treated as a goddess because, like, you know, of all that stuff. And she's it's cool to see like a person of color like in this big prominent yeah. role. Yeah, I liked her dynamic with Chichala when they were married. Yeah, and then this little yeah, that was always that was all cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Storm's, um, Storm's pretty dope. Yeah, and and she's never really lost her way. She's always been. Like, there's never been, like, you, you know, Scott has been a bad guy, you know. A couple times now. A couple times now. And Storm's just always been just, like, she wants to help people. And she yeah. and she truly believes in Xavier's sort of thoughts. Like, yeah. she truly believes in, like, trying to create unity between humans and uh, mutants. Um, yeah. So. She's a great character. She deserved to be the leader of the X-Men. <laughs> yes. Instead, she instead, Instead, she's the leader of the the, the sewer, the sewer children. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, this episode goes to the weird part where Leech is dying. Um, unclear of what or why, other than maybe pneumonia, the legacy virus. <laughs> Legacy virus is all you get. Yeah. That's, uh, you have the the little girl who I forget, uh, uh, Mariana. Oh, is that her name? Uh, Mariana. Yes. Yeah, it's like yeah, Mariana, and okay. she has these big giant anime eyes. No oh, god. Like, she is from a completely different cartoon. Is the she weirdest looks, character design in this thing. She looks like a precious moments figurine. Yeah, or like like something from like 
something from like Bug or something mm-hmm. like. Um, and of so course, she, she's yes. attached to Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the. It's like it, it, I do like the. It's like don't you don't you believe? Well, do you believe in miracles? What's a miracle? Because you know she lives in the sewers. She doesn't understand miracles. <laughs> like Sir Poop falls on me every day. <laughs> Jubilee, please. Um, so, so you have uh, you you end up having to get this thing where they're gonna prep him to go to the X Mansion, but over Wolverine's like, uh, he's never gonna make it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, tough luck, kid. See ya. Uh, but then they convince Wolverine to do a blood transfusion because he's try a healing properties, healing factor, and they go into this whole thing. Of like what it's like, uh, don't you think I haven't tried? Like he's done it like how many times? He said like I've done it a bunch of times before. And it's only worked twice, you know. Yeah. Last time he was a kid and he died. Um, and, and I had to look it up. Like, has this ever actually been a plot point in the comics before? Uh, where he gives where he gives a blood transfusion. Blood I transfusion. Don't. Because so I had to look it up, and, and it happened very recently. Uh, okay. Apparently, apparently, he saved Brother Voodoo uh, with a blood transfusion. Um, also, Brother Voodoo's in there. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's a team called the Savage Aven- Avengers, which is as cool as it sounds. Yeah. Um, I think it's like Conan is in it and stuff. Nice. Like Conan is now in modern times in the comics. It's cool. It's a cool team. And uh, um. But as far as I can tell, it's, it's never really been a thing in the comics, and it makes zero sense. It's not his healing factor isn't derived from his blood. It's it's, <laughs> it's like it's, part, it's his DNA. It's like yeah, it's like it, it's dependent on all of it working together: the organs, the blood, the DNA part of his. Just pumping his blood into somebody. It's not. It's like it's like the Wolverine Origins movie. It's like you can't just take. It's not like there's like an energy source that you pluck out and then shove into Ryan Reynolds and now he has laser vision. Yeah. It doesn't work yeah. that way. It would never work that way. No. <laughs> Unless no, it, were, it, it, like, it, the only way that makes sense is if you're like cloning or something because now you're using DNA on a different level than just pushing it through somebody are else's. Are you also getting his blood poisoning from the adamantium? Yeah, exactly. Like um, I... I I do remember, like, do you remember the episode of the cartoon where, like, Cable, like, ejects him with a legacy virus? Yeah. Just so he, he, he creates the antibodies, and then he takes it? Yeah. 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 Like, whoa, that, that would have been, like, way easier in the comic books than, like, yeah, drawing it out. Yeah, the comic books ended up dealing with the legacy virus for, like, eight years. <laughs> like, it, it, like, it was, it was, it was very much just, hey, it's AIDS. Yeah. But with yeah. poor mutants. But for mutants, it's yeah. the government is the government made the legacy virus, just like how yeah. the government made AIDS. <laughs> government sold crack to inner city mutants. Yeah. Uh, anyways, the transfusion works and they all have a Merry Christmas in the Morlock tunnels and uh, Storm relinquishes her uh, role. Leadership back to after seeing the Mandalorian finale and then this mm-hmm. side by side, it's like they share that similar. Yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Except it worked for uh, Storm. She just gives Callisto the power. And then it just leads um, uh, Gambit furious in the kitchen because nobody's coming back to eat his food. 
that he worked so hard on. Uh, and he said, we could just reheat it tomorrow. You do not reheat <laughs> food like this. Yeah, <laughs> <Gambit> it sucks. <laughs> he does. Yeah, he does. It's he's he's a way better character than comic books, but he's still kind of skeezy. Yeah, anyway. well, at least in the comics, he gets to be like legit skeezy. Yeah, like, like you know, here he has to sort of float around this sort of like he like he has to be like he's a good guy, but he's also Pepe Le Pew. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it's like that's uh, and in, like in the comics, there's like, well, he was a bad guy, and you know, he's got a shady past, and there's the sinister connection, and he he flops back and forth between good and bad, and he really is kind of a sleaze ball, but he does have a good heart a lot of times, and you know, so I do like that fan film you sent me though. Yeah, that crazy short film that just yeah. recently popped up. That's got it's got Eric Roberts in it for some reason. Because well, what else is Robert's got going on? He'll he'll agree. He clearly will agree to anything. It's like yeah. you want to be in a movie called A Talking Cat. Sure. <laughs> a talking cat? Question mark exclamation point exclamation point. And you're going to be the titular cat. <laughs> you're going to be the cat. Also, you're going to be in the Dark Knight Return. <laughs> yeah. Dark Knight. Yes. Inexplicably, we're also going to put you. Uh, in one of the biggest movies of all time. Yes. Uh, I, he has the craziest career in the world. Yeah, because the first thing I ever saw him in was Best of the Best. Yeah. It's, it's Folks, that's a great film. It's the American kickboxing team versus the South Korean kickboxing team. Uh, I do, okay, I'm reading the trivia section for this episode of X-Men. True. And I love this. Uh, when Xavier mentions all of the X-Men are together, he seems to be forgetting Morph, Angel, Iceman, and Lorna Dane. <laughs> he may no longer recognize them as part of the X-Men. However, the X-Men he's referring to are the main characters of the series, and the producers probably chose to ignore the others. <laughs> yeah, Iceman wasn't really a thing in this show, man. No, no, no. Had a cool, like... had that cool figure, though, where you put him in the freezer and he turns yeah, blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now that figure hasn't held up very well, and they're all like really gross yellow, like like he somebody like he was formed with like yellow snow or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird because the thing with this cartoon is it didn't really go with it. Kind of acknowledged the canonical like original X Men, but yeah. not really. Yeah. <laughs> this the, the, the trivia on this one is great because it's Let's like. Hear it. It goes into, like, weird, minute details that are, like, weird. Okay. When the alarm goes off, Cyclops touches his left breast to communicate to the, with the others, even though he is not wearing his uniform. However, he may be wearing it underneath, just in case, or had similar communicator built into his sweater. <laughs> Nerds. Uh, given the nature of the Marvel Universe, Leech may have been refused service at the hospital for having powers, and not simply because they were out of control. <laughs> what? Okay. This is like there's a lot of supposition here. Uh, uh, Logan's failure to help others that he talks about is never mentioned or elaborated on again, leaving one to wonder what just happened. This is also not based on any events in the comics. <laughs> Okay. 
Only episode to feature a direct message to the audience. The storm does come close to breaking the fourth wall when talking to Jubilee. <laughs> what the? What was the trivia for this written? Does it say? No. This makes you think it was written in the early days of the internet. It certainly feels that way. This yeah. is one of those. This is one of those fandom wikis. Yeah. Uh, Jubilee claims to have never have had Christmas with the X-Men. However, season two claimed that the final decision was a year before that. It's possible that this episode is meant to take place earlier in the series. (laughs) Oh, man. Plague, who became a member of the Horsemen of the Apocalypse in The Cure, appears with the Morlocks just as she did before her transformation without any explanation as to how she returned (laughs) to normal. (laughs) Hey, don't worry about it. Is the explanation? Callisto's eye patch and scar switch sides when Storm examines Leech, revealing that the footage was merely <laughs> reversed. They actually do. They actually do switch sides. I didn't right. even think about that. Uh, the only Christmas episode in the Marvel animated universe. Uh, it's the first usage of Wolverine's nickname, Wolvie. <laughs> Uh, only appearance of Mariana. <laughs> okay. Thank God. Uh, last significant appearance of any Morlocks. Also uh, good. Was this thing mentioned the Christmas figure Santa Claus and his reindeer in the Fantastic Four episode? Like thing mentioned Christmas. <laughs> so that's got some tight cut. Christmas would not be mentioned again until Spider-Man Unlimited. <laughs> Jesus. Just really, I do like that the thing was the next uh, character to mention anything Christmas related in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, since he is like what he is a Jewish character. <laughs> is that wait? Was it was it from the original Fantastic Four for that weird yeah. Marvel Power Hour one? Uh, I'm going to assume Fantastic Four TV series. So yeah. Okay. So that's a weird. Wikipedia. That trivia is just deep, deep, deep cuts. Just, just nerds complaining. Huh. As is the internet. What do you think, Nick? What do you think of the X Men? I, I liked it. You know, it's it's kind of like a, it's again another empty calories episode, which these all kind of are. Yeah. Way, but, I, I think um, it's better well, than Goof Troop. Better than Goof Troop. I don't think it's better than Darkwing Duck. Um, uh, it, I think it's equally as good, but. Yeah. I'll defer to you and say, yeah, we'll put it, we'll put rank at number two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, an episode that's not empty calories. I don't know. I just try it. Yeah. This one has a mess, has a message to it. Sure uh, does. Uh, the is- and, and don't shoplift therefore. And with that, I definitely do. It is uh, completing my plea bargain with the good people at Foot Locker of Beverly Hills. Uh <laughs> <laughs> We, this the episode the, the last episode of the night the one that you chose uh this is the one that's that stems it's not an afternoon uh but it is animated and it is on disney plus it is uh december 17th 1995 it's a season seven episode of the simpsons it is marge be not proud Yes, the episode the the theme of this episode is "Buy Me Bone Storm" or, or go, go to hell. hell. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
great freaking episode, man. I, 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 I'm not the biggest fan of the sort of like the Marge, like her, like bummer part of the episode. It's just kind of too short and it's almost too much of like Marge being depressed is almost too much in this episode. (laughs) But this, this episode is filled with so much good, good content and goofs. Yes, it is. Um, I I do. I like, I mean, people probably have seen this episode, so we can just kind of talk around it, but I do love the, Get wait, get one for Caitlin too, mom, you idiot. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Um, I do have a plentiful supply, a surprisingly plentiful supply of Leaf Carvello's putting challenge. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, it, but it, it is it is the, the one where Bart wants the video game, which is Bone Storm, but it's also the it's Mortal Combat. Or I know I love where just Luke King fighting a tank. <laughs> yeah, that's the it's like it's it's two Goros fighting, like the first time yeah. you see it. It's Luke Kang fighting a tank. Yeah. Uh, that commercial is incredibly accurate. Yeah. Like exactly the kind of like if you opened up an EGM or yeah. GamePro at a, in like 1995. That's what the kind of ads were. They were all because remember, like Daikatana had that John Romero's about to make you his bitch. Yeah, and it's it's that it's that kind of nonsense. That commercial fits it perfectly. Gaming is, my, gaming is like my my life in hazes of the shit. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> that was Axel, I think. Uh, yeah. Or no, it was uh, was it corn? No, oh, maybe. But. Yeah, shift this up your stocking. Uh, just a dude, just a great episode. Yeah, I, I do like the Bart. Like, I do like. I know you said you like the, the bummer Marge thing, but like, yeah. she's like, ah, oh, he's not a baby anymore. Yeah, it's oddly sweet in a way. This episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, her Bart little boys really, growing up. It's, it's the one time where Bart really takes it seriously. Like that he's re- screwed up, screwed up, and he recognizes it, and he knows exactly what he did wrong, and. Um, and you can see it in his, you can see it like and feel it in him that he knows what he did was wrong and he desperately wants like this is the one time where he actually is trying to go out of his way to try to fix it but doesn't know how um, Bart usually it, doesn't have that sort of like internal like <laughs> strife that way so I think between that and the episode where Bart kills that bird or like the two yeah. times where, like has like an actual like emotional turmoil. <laughs> yeah, where he has a moment of crisis, but yeah. it, it's basically the Simpsons go to a department store to get a family picture done. Yeah, and that's after Bart, the fact. That's yeah, that's after he's stolen it. After he after he shoplifts it. Yeah. So when he goes to he he wants to rent the game, uh, or he wants to he walks by the thing and he says at the Android's dungeon. Um, you know, it's, it's it has 99 cents. Bone Storm 99 cents, and it's like, uh, here's 99 cents, give me a copy of Bone Storm. <laughs> and he breaks it down. Oh, why don't you take my money? I don't need it. <laughs> Since you were unfamiliar with the concept of the current sarcasm, <laughs> yeah, I shut this now. Um, I like he puts a knife there, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Bart bummed out that he couldn't rent it either because it was they were all out of copies, and and Millhouse has a copy, uh, but he got to put in his he the game rules and he only put in his name, 
Yeah. Really? That great hair blowing back thing. Yeah. Where... No, which is always for a, a good for a hoe. <laughs> to be uh, fair, if Milhouse's parents are trying to like compete for his love. Yeah. He's in a broken uh, home. And, and this is like the brattiest Milhouse has ever been. Yeah. Uh, in a while. Where he's like, Bart just wants to play. And he's like, no, it's a one player game. <laughs> Mom, Bart's smoking. Yeah. First one is Bart swearing. And then the yeah. second one is Bart smoking. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so he goes by the try and save afterwards um, and sees the spoiled kid demanding his mom buys bone storm and gets another one for Caitlin. Uh, yeah. And um, that's when he comes across Jimbo and Nelson. They're stealing, uh, uh, which is the four finger discount. <laughs> Cause remember yeah. the Simpsons only have four fingers. I forget what Jimbo is stealing, like something absurd. It's uh... yeah. well, well, he had like the football under his beanie. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I forget what Nelson has. I remember Nelson later has a, a spare tire for a wheelbarrow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I don't forget what it is here. Um, so yeah, they encourage him to steal it, and then Bart has video game characters pop up to convince yeah. him to steal. You have Mario, <laughs> Luigi, Donkey Kong, and Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm like, take it! Take it, take it, take it! <laughs> <laughs> like the most coked out Sonic. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a Sonic that's never really existed, but I prefer yeah. that Sonic over any over the uh, Urkel <laughs> Sonic. Canonical Sonic, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like Sonic's really just more like a oh, all right, yeah! Yeah. I like chili mounds. But then Lee Carvello also also convinced tries to convince him not to. Uh, <laughs> <which> is, <laughs> I am Carvello. Yeah. Um, but Bart steals it, and then he gets outside, and he thinks he's succeeded in getting away. But then you have uh, Detective uh, stops him at the door. Is and, this um uh the guy does voice acting for the, the the security guard? Is it uh oh god, George C. Scott? Is that who it is? No, it's uh, Lawrence Tyranny. Okay, it sounds like George C. Scott though. Yeah, he has that. He has. He's trying. It's like a cross between like George C. Scott and Peter Falk. Yeah, like uh, yeah. or no, Robert, this a little, is, little, little Robert Logia in there too. Robert Logia. Robert Logia. Uh, no, this is this is Lawrence Tierney in a like, uh, boy, he's just like, I'm trying. I'm looking at it. It's, it's his first movie was 1943. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to see what. Let's see what would you have seen. Let's see what would you have noticed him in. Uh, he was in Junior. That's funny. Okay. Uh, Reservoir, Reservoir, Reservoir Dogs is Joe Cabot. Uh, let's see. Why me? Naked, naked gun from the piles of from the files of police squad. He was the angel manager. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> so, all right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, silver bullet. Oh wait, who's the silver bullet? Yes, I do. Uh, who's in? Owen Knopfler. Uh, Pritzy's Pritzy's honor. Okay, wow. Uh, Gloria. Blood rage abduction. Boy, a lot of stuff in the 60s. Bushwhackers, the greatest show on earth. 
Steel Cage, The Hoodlum, Shakedown, Killer Be Killed, Born to Kill, 1947's Born to Kill. Okay. Yeah, no, he's just a classic Hollywood actor that they somehow roped into Char- doing a Simpsons episode. Just a, just a character actor, basically. Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, so he takes him to the back room where he shows him like the opening of the uh, video, yeah. <laughs> the shoplifting video, but doesn't yeah. let it finish. Which is where the, the joke that I told at the beginning of this, thus, like, hi, I'm Troy McClure. That's, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has the bad tracking and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And it's, it, it is like, it's like, I'm here today to give you the skinny on shoplifting, thereby completing my plea bargain with the good people at Foot Locker of Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. <laughs> Uh, really makes you wonder what he did at Foot Locker, Beverly Hill, what he stole. Because it could be like, we know what he has. He has deep, dark passions that uh, we learn when he marries Selma. Um, it has to do with fish. It has to do with fish. So who knows? Uh, I'm also now sad that Troy McClure will never appear in Simpsons again. So, such a bummer. We really got yeah. robbed. We really got robbed of some good stuff. Of- of two of two amazing characters and just a great like yeah, yeah. comedian you know. yeah man Lionel Hutz and Troy McClure oh man yeah. no money down <laughs> I mean I my son by the way which shows you how great a father I am has <laughs> learned all the words to Doctor Zayas now <laughs> can I play the piano anymore of course you can <laughs> well I couldn't before. <laughs> I love legitimate theater. So, so yeah, he he lets him off, but don't come back. But yeah, you don't show your face around here again. And I do like his phone conversation when he leaves the message for his parents. The name's Detective Don Brad. Yeah, yeah, Don Brad. And then when he hangs up, he's like, they weren't there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, having the same kind of like conversation with himself. And then Bart um, switches the tape out. I do like that joke because Bart switches the tape. He re- races them home. I forget what the joke is when he's racing him home and what Homer is trying to race home for. Uh, <laughs> oh, forget what it is. Yeah, it's... Uh, but... Marge or the kids at Camp Granada? Oh, it was it was it was Maggie's diaper. Homer was racing oh, okay. the chain diaper. Yeah. Um, but like he he switches the tape out with uh with an Alan Sherman tape of Hello Mutta. Hello Mutta. <laughs> now to put the tape where no one will ever find it right in the case with this, <laughs> as if they're not going to take it because they're clear they're not going to swap the tape out. Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, so Bart off scot free, you know, he gets away with it. Off George scot free. Yeah, he doesn't no? get to okay. keep. No, no, it was a bad yeah. joke because it, it would it would have been great if it was actually George C. Scott. All right. Now back. it's but if you want to do this, George, one of the best Simpsons jokes of all time does feature George C. Scott with the oh my, oh, my groin. Uh, I love that. Oh, that's so good. Uh, okay, now see, it's all come back around. You win again. Yay. Uh, uh, so anyways, Bart uh, Bart wins. He doesn't get to keep his bone storm, but he also doesn't get found out. 
uh, next next morning in a good mood, he wakes up and hey, you got to get your. <laughs> First of all, Homer has bought nothing but eggnog. Uh, yeah, we've only got thirty noggy days <laughs> until the government takes it away. <laughs> Uh, and and Lisa is having heart palpitations from eating her cereal with eggnog. Uh, <laughs> so dumb. I love it. I just like 30 noggy days. <laughs> Nobody likes eggnog that much. It's <laughs> I don't like it at all, I'll be honest with you. Uh but anyways, this Marge fi- tells him to get his suit on because they're gonna be going to the try and save to take their family photo. <laughs> because of the other family photos were... Were ruined by Bart. And, uh, hey, I don't remember I, saying that. As as I, I love the word balloon. Yeah. <laughs> Where he just has the word balloon says, I stink. Yeah. Just like Homer's reaction. Like, I don't remember saying that. <laughs> remember the original action figures of the Simpsons? Yes. With word balloons. With word balloons. in their head. Yeah. yeah, those are actually like really hard to. Are they? They go for a good penny now. Yeah, they're they're good figures. They were that weird hollow rubber. Uh, yeah. yeah, those are cool. What sucked is like I remember Kmart was like heavily discounting them at one point. Yeah. Where he's like, they oh, I the, could. Yeah. They had the couch and the car. Yes. They had the whole shebang. They that was a good line. Nelson was a peg warmer. But it was like yeah. based off season season one, I think. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Bart gets busted there. He tries to avoid. He's like, "All right, just in and out, right? In and out." <laughs> yep. Uh, but Homer wants to look at flip flops. Uh, and I forget oh. he wanted to hassle the kids or something. There. Yeah. Or was Lisa saying, "I want to"? She wanted to see if they got the new dictionaries in. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, sure, we'll make a day of it. Yeah. Um, uh, Bart's uh, Im- Im- like imagination running, like of him and Juvie, with the- <laughs> like that's incredibly elaborate uh, scenario he's thought up with. Uh, uh, I, you bring, you drop your token in, you drop your chip into the trap, you'll get your Christmas present. <laughs> uh, my Christmas man, probably. <laughs> 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 What does Bart get? He gets a uh, oh, oh a spoiled wig. Yeah, <laughs> Nelson gets a uh, a book of carpet samples. Uh, Jimbo gets like the Thursday edition of the paper. Uh, <laughs> I've actually done that before. Just like that guy behind the glass. <laughs> just a really defeated, sad-looking guy. Just for some reason, dressed as Santa. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Bart gets busted here. I do like this. I do like the the goof of like him standing in front of the TV so Marge can't see it when he's going to play the uh, um, the surveillance photo, the surveillance video. footage, and but yeah. it's just a wall of TVs, so he can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I do like it when it cuts back and Palmer's like stealing. <laughs> he's like going on a rant <laughs> as if um, Homer has been worse. Homer's like one of the first episodes uh, uh, is like 
him stealing cable and being happy about it. (laughs) Also, I want to point out that uh, he said that Bark, 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 Bark broke the 11th commandment, which is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, wait, what? This Uh is also after after Homer had already stolen a jackknife sugar truck full of sugar. Yeah. Yeah. First you get the sugar, then you get the power, then you get the women. The women. <laughs> Something you diabolical. Yeah. Um but yeah, so now yeah, Homer I uh, I forget what I was I took you all those police academy movies. You think we're going for fun? I didn't see anybody laughing. <laughs> Just <laughs> Unnecessary dunk on the police academy, except yeah. for that guy. Except for that guy that made all the sound effects, and then Homer goes on. What were we talking about? Oh uh, yeah, stay out of my booze. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I love the joke also when Homer is like, "Okay, I figured out Bart's punishment. <laughs> no eggnog." <laughs> I forget what I forget like no eggnog uh and like and no shoplifting for three at least three months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do like yeah, what you were talking about Bart's disappointed, like because Marge usually tucks him in and he's like waiting for her to tuck him in. Yeah. And she just comes like, Good night. Yeah. And just shuts the door. It just shuts the door on him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do like the um it's like it's like he gets the cocoa, and she's like, "I have to, like you're 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 old enough to do it yourself." Put the marshmallow in there. <laughs> and then he, it expands, and then he cut, it's a cut it. And then and grandma God. shows up. She cut me a slice. slice. I, I that that goof for whatever reason is burned into my brain. I think yeah. about it. There isn't a cup of hot chocolate that I've had in the past. No, I know. Right. Like, yeah, the past 30 years where that idea hasn't popped into my head. And also I think about it and I was like, that'd probably be really delicious if that yeah. actually happened. Because it's, yeah, I just, I'm probably, mm. <laughs> um, I, I do like when Bart goes over and visits Millhouse again. Bart's really doesn't seem to be in any kind of trouble. No, they're just disappointed in Wesley. Just disappointed. He's not grounded. He gets to go over to Millhouse and hang out. <laughs> um, where Millhouse is now, Millhouse is bored of Bone Storm. Now he's really fascinated by this cup and ball. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's being a cup. Whoa. Whoa. I don't want to. Let me try it. Bob, Bart's smoking. And then the really creepy, like Bart, it's like, can I just hang out with you while you do mom stuff? Yeah. <laughs> And it ends with the tell me I'm good. <laughs> uh, yeah, a really creepy moment from Bart there. And then he hears his mom laughing. He hears Marge laughing. And they're all building uh, snowman. snowman. Uh, snow it's family. Like, yeah, snow family. It's like looking like, in a snowy mirror as Homer has created a buff version. Yeah. <laughs> There's still some snow underneath the car. <laughs> like, that's just being mean. That's not even being yeah. like. You could have left normal snow for him. Yeah. But he has to get like the undercarriage snow. <laughs> the snow that's just covered in like, you know, like rock salt and like the t- t- road dirt and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you got this like misshapen, melty brown snow Bart in the front. Yeah. <laughs> like like a bootleg Bart shirt from like the nineties yeah. where they inexplicably <laughs> made it black. <laughs> 
and he was he he hated Hussein. Yeah. Yeah. But look, boys, like look into a snow mirror. Yeah. Um, that's 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 the other remember the other Homer goof where he was buff where he's like I have a photographic memory yeah. <laughs> where he's buff yeah he's buff. there's also the one where Marge is quizzing him about his alcoholism yeah <laughs> and he's doing like he's looking at himself in the mirror and he's doing like the peck dance because he's all yeah. buff yeah. <laughs> 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 This episode, we really just chose this one so we can talk about The Simpsons for another 45 minutes. Yeah, which is, we don't need an excuse. Yeah. Uh, we do it every... Uh, we already mentioned The Simpsons 28 times before ever getting to the episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it resolves itself. Bart makes amends. He goes and gets a solo picture taken, yeah. puts it on the family portrait, or Marge is like, oh God, why did you do this time? Because he's trying to hide it, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's cute that he has the uh, uh, receipt stapled to the frame yeah. to prove that he paid for it. I guess he's but, allowed to try and save. <laughs> but the other great part is yes. Marge gives him his gift early. Yeah, I asked the clerk what every boy wants. <laughs> she gets him a copy, gets him a copy of Lee Carvello's Putting Challenge. Putting uh, and this this is like one of those ones where like they ha- it's not the normal credits yeah. and it's amazing. Yes, it's. I think about it all the time. There isn't a time where because I like playing golf games. I sure. like golf video games, and yeah. I can't I can't play one without at least doing the Lee Carvello putting challenge thing. It's like yeah, you chose three wood. May I suggest putter three wood. <laughs> I suggest feather touch. You chose you have some power, power drive. drive. <laughs> the way he said it delivers power drive is Paul push, is in. Push, push, yeah, push seven six seven for the initiate swing. Is, is this on the Jaguar? <laughs> it's like it's on like it's like on a uh, like Commodore sixty four or something. Yeah. And it's like uh, ball is in parking lot. Play again. You have chosen no. <laughs> you have selected no. Which is like, I am Carvello. That's <laughs> uh, so good. It's such a good goof. I The Lee Carvello's putting challenge thing is like one of those everlasting goofs of the Simpsons. Yeah. Yep. Like it, it has penetrated my soul in a way that so much of the Simpsons have. Like, there's so like, many things. It, it, it's like Trabopoline. Like yeah, that's all that is. Like, there's th- there will never be a time in my life where the word trampoline is said that I don't <laughs> think true bobbling. Um Yeah, pretzels. Pretzels are forever ruined for various yeah. reasons. We call um, them white crackers. Or she's like, "Where's the pretzel money?" <laughs> My my sister and I, who are grown adults, occasionally we have an empty bottle. We'll do the foo 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 foo. <laughs> you want to help Daddy think? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, it's so yeah. good. They're just like yeah, there's so much of this. Like and like this episode is season seven. This is still we're in the middle of peak Simpsons. Yeah. Like yeah, it is packed. Like you, you have another good three seasons until the Simpsons start their downward trend of just sort of mediocrity or worse. The at next time. twenty years. Yeah, 
Um, but it's but yeah, it's, it's always it's funny every once in a while. It's a good Christmas uh, episode. Yeah, I love, it's a great. It's Simpsons, ha- and you know, Simpsons always has a Christmas episode, and they always have a Halloween it episode. Debuted with a Christmas episode. Yeah, his first so. first episode was a Christmas episode, which I debated picking, but I was like, eh, this one's better. This one's a better episode. Uh, yeah, almost all of them have Bart screwing things up in some way. It's like the I, Thanksgiving uh, episode too. Uh, I, I feel like. Um, well, the annual, well, the one with the, the annual gift man wasn't an a actual Christmas episode. No, but it was just just a one off character. But yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is so this is only the second Christmas episode of The Simpsons. Um, because it started off in season one with a Christmas episode, right. and then this one, and then after this one, they they do a Christmas episode every year now. Um just make an annual uh so that's cool yeah it's uh it's one of my it is it is it is an off quoted episode for yeah me. uh like the i like the uh it's like capiche <laughs> yeah capiche just like marge are the kids in camp granada yeah i do like it when bart is picturing him when he transforms into the when the detective transforms into the seat of the car yeah, and still doesn't know what capiche means, so he hears it as like catfish in <laughs> <laughs> his own mind. It's for some reason that remind me of Lisa. We have articles of microfish. <laughs> uh, man, yeah. So this is definitely of all of the things that we've chosen today, the best of them all. Um, yeah. It's funny from start to finish. Like even when it's being a bummer, they find a way to inject some good humor into it. Because Homer yeah. just has some good, is able to pull off some good moves. <laughs> yeah, where he's like trying to. <laughs> what was I? Where, where was I? Oh yeah, stand on my face. Yeah. But yeah. I also love. I, I love just Millhouse's reaction when he's got the cup of ball. Whoa! Whoa! Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the video games. The, 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 it's so funny with the Simpsons because every time they do a video game, it's trash. Like <laughs> it's always, it's always this weird. Like it's not quite. It's like sub Nintendo style. It's like it's some. It's almost like an Atari seventy eight hundred game in most cases or something. Yeah. Well, like, even like the first season where uh, he and Bart are playing that boxing game. Yeah, and he like pays that kid to teach him how to play. teach him to play it. And that, the funny is, the funny thing is, in the Simpsons arcade game, that kid's outside of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, no, no, I love this episode. It's great. Yep. It's, yeah, it's, clearly, uh, clearly the number one of this. So I think. Oh yeah. Like, number one is this. The dead last is the goofy one, and the X Men and uh, Darkwing kind of neutral. They're kind of the they're neutral. I mean, yeah. Darkwing and X Men are are equal as far as just alone theme songs. Uh, so yeah, nineteen ninety five. Wow, that's forever ago, buddy. Yeah, man. So another Christmas one in the in the hole here, Nick. Who knows what we'll do another, next year? Another Christmas in the trenches, as one Kevin McAllister said. <laughs> um, yeah. it's been a crazy year. Crazy year, yeah. brother. 
Yeah, boy, you know, I initially intended for season one of Disney Compendium to like only really take a year and a half or so, but really stretched it out. <laughs> We're catching up. We'll get yeah. to it. I, it's uh, I, I know part of your project is kind of dependent on things opening up next year. So yeah, yeah. So um, we'll, I doubt it, but we'll see what goes on. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, you get your refund uh, at some point. <laughs> <laughs> theoretically, theoretically, I should get it in February, since that's when the that's like two months away. Like I yeah. got the season pass in February, and it's almost February. So <laughs> it's insane. It's so insane. I got to use it ex- precisely once, and then everything went to hell. And yeah. you know, who knows? Yeah, it, yeah, it's been a bummer. And, and, and you know, and, and to not not to make not to not to make excuses or anything, but like just the sort of climate of everything has really just sort of blown the wind out of my sails creatively in a lot of ways. No, uh, but I feel like, yeah, I mean like, you know, the, the last episode we did was, was good. And I, I'm looking forward to jumping back in head first into the, the movies. Uh, we will, we are next, yeah. next, I, if everything, not probably not next week. <laughs> Next week's yeah. crazy. Next week's Christmas, yeah. and we got the New Year's and stuff. Probably going to jump back in at the beginning of the year. I've got some content yep. to go up. I uh, still haven't gotten the last episode up as we're recording this. I'll put this episode out before the last episode we recorded, so I can have this up by Christmas. Sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, probably after the beginning of the year is when we're just going to power on through and get through the rest of the movies because um, we don't have that many left. No, we're uh, we're in the home stretch. We're in the home stretch here, uh, and there's really nothing bad, uh, bad or and there's not really anything particularly new on the immediate horizon uh, with Disney Plus. I mean, there are things, but um, yeah, we'll get there. Uh, I, I I don't know, you know, season two. Uh, which we've already sort of set up was uh, theme park stuff and we can still do the theme park stuff, but I feel like in the climate, everything is in um, it will be the right time to start talking about theme park stuff. There's not going to, in terms from a pure content standpoint is talking about the theme park when nobody can really go to the theme park. We're going to be talking about make a lot of sense. Um, uh, so we may have to sort of do a interstitial or start doing some, something else in between yeah. uh, things don't start. I, I'm really part of me wants to jump into Pixar stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be down for that. Uh, part of me wants to jump into maybe some of the weird, like other Disney movies that were popular at the time, you know, like goof, goofy movie and things like that. Like there's some other options to go in there maybe just sort of these, middle of the road things until things start to seem to, you know, even out with the theme park because, you know, as to recording this Disneyland is still not open um, and has no sort of path to being open. And, uh, uh, and Disney, the state California, I live in California. Yeah. California we, as a, as a whole is like nowhere near, yeah. like you're about to get probably restricted more if anything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My, my state is, uh, Juxtaposed to Disney World, which is in Florida. Yeah. You know. 
you know, wide open, Florida, wide open. We could, but like, that's not really what my focus of season two was going to be. My focus of season two is going to be Disneyland with a minor focus on Disney World, but I, I don't know. I don't know if it's the right time for that at this point, as much as I want to do it. Um, yeah. Maybe right. get an, maybe get an episode one out because I feel like the episode one idea of sort of the history of the concept is at least something. But yeah, I don't know. We've we'll we finally did. We finally did a blank check episode. We've been talking about for so long. I mean, like at, at a point, we just <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, at a point, Mister Boogity and stuff like that. We always joke about that we're going to do a Mister Boogity episode, and inevitably we're going to have to do it. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a for Fool's episode. Yeah, I mean, like, our... there's going to be like, we're going to do an April Fool's episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, what. I'm not going to say what it would be because then it would be pointless, but no, I have a couple of ideas. I have one very stupid idea that I want to do. Okay. Uh, I'll tell it to you off the air. That sounds uh, good. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we'll see. I, I, there's also always the, you know, we had fun talking about the X-Men stuff. There's always the potential of doing a, a sort of Marvel spinoff of it. If we wanted to mm-hmm. go through, the, go through the MCU. Sure. But yeah, my, that's the plans for the future with this Christmas one. Uh, so uh, you know, state of the union-y kind of thing at the end here uh, yeah. as we march into the new year. Uh, so yeah, there probably won't be any new. Uh, there will be another episode before the year ends after this one, but it, there won't be a newly recorded one until yeah, after the new year. recorded a ways back back in early yeah. November. But early November. Hopefully, everybody's who's stuck with us is happy and healthy and everything's good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. everyone, we just stay safe. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy yeah. New Year. Here's to a better 2021, even though. Uh, yeah. Don't uh, spend all, all $600. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> yeah. Temper, temper anticipation for the next year a little bit. Yeah. I, exactly. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I mean, things can, things, things can only get better at this point yeah, at some is, point like eventually yeah, but, just just focus on the things you can change yeah focus on yourself focus on the things around you focus it, it, don't focus too much on the big picture uh overall yeah. you know you know and what you guys do the things that make you happy yeah yeah uh but until then thank you all and have a magical day bye